I don't know how we do intros these days, to be honest. Oh, intro, there's freestyling. Yeah. But yeah. Well, we can just say, welcome to checking VR. Then we have the, <laughs> we have the wonderful, then you introduce us. Give us fans, give us right. fans. Right, right. <laughs> no problem. I think last week I was not here, so you... Mana, how, mm. how you guys doing? Oh, today, dear Charlie, I think we have been, we have been, we have been trying to, you know, change the way we start these things nowadays. I think right now, Charlie, organic, you know. Mm. <sighs> but yeah, welcome, welcome, guys. Episode 31. Charlie, you are flying away. You are really flying. 31. Charlie, like, mm-hmm. I think next season we have to think of a na- new naming convention. Because 31 mm. is a lot. <laughs> yeah, 3.1 or something. <laughs> but yeah, Charlie... And the Champions League draw has been made. And mm-hmm. I, I was asleep and I woke up and I saw the same, draw. Same. And I was like, Charlie, this is you, you. They have done some interesting things. But before we get into all of that, you know, we have some mm-hmm. very, 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 very special people very special. on the podcast today. Very special. I think if you are to ask around the most prominent and, um, you know, up and coming sports people mm-hmm. in the country. Yep. I'm sure they'll mention these two people, their names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Uh, I don't know. Any of you, I don't know. We can't see Susu, so maybe he can go first. So, <laughs> Milano. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Yeah, my name is Susu Graham. They call me Milano. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I know I'm associated with such a filthy city. Yeah, my man's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I don't know why they are mentioning, but yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a researcher and a part-time in the professional realm for me, so, and it's good oh. to share this platform with my good friends, yeah, good to see my good friends shining, doing your podcast, oh. well done, and I'm honored to be on it. Oh, thank you. Oh, beautiful. Thank you for coming. <laughs> and our other very, you know, vulnerable guests, please go ahead and, and So, hello. Yourself. My name is Kukwa. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Barca stan any day, every day. <laughs> Even wow. on their worst wow. days, we still stand strong. Mm-hmm. And Let's Messi, I mean, I support him any day. If Messi's out, Ronaldo has to be out. That's how we work. So I, I, agree, <laughs> I agree. I agree. When when Barca is dropped, I'm just waiting. When Argentina goes home, I'm waiting for Portugal to follow. That's it. I'm betting my neck like that. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'm also the Messi. We'll, we'll get along well. I'm Messi, so we'll get along very well. Even on his, let's be honest. Even on his worst day, he passes ninety percent of. The footballers, and I'm proud to see that you can argue with your grandfather. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Just to add a just to add a little that Ronaldo couldn't score against Azerbaijan today. My goodness. My goodness. Agenda. Hey Madeira. Hey Madeira. Just five minutes you know we started. Okay. Agenda. Hey Madeira failed to take flight. Agenda. But yeah, anyway, we'll get into all that. My dear, my two co-hosts, how are you guys doing? Oh, how's up? Oh, doing very well, doing very well. 
Not too bad, not too bad. Park of your Blue is the color. Oh, yeah. Football, Football is, is the game. game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing well. We're doing well. Hmm, how yeah, Simi, how are you doing? How am I mm-hmm. doing? I'm here to... I, I just want to see now that Harry Kane is on the market, he should come home. That's the agenda I'll be pushing from now <laughs> to the... Yeah, it has to start now. Home. I want to see Harry Kane in an Arsenal shirt. Harry Kane, if you can hear me, Again. we miss you. Come home. Yes, come back. Can your team support him though? <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. If we have That's to sell the stadium and play at the local park, we'll do it. But Arsenal need a striker. What, what, what happened to Aubameyang? He's shit. What happened to Aubameyang? I think, I, think, I think it's the team that makes the players. It's not no, the player. No, 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 no. Aubameyang is just horrible. <laughs> Aubameyang is just horrible. Like, he has no single attribute. Oh, you say, oh, attribute. <laughs> <laughs> he has no single attribute. Hey, he has no single um attribute besides... Scoring and he's not doing that right mm-hmm. now. So Harry Kane, I'm starting the My Harry team. Come Home campaign. So, <clears throat> but yeah, you probably, <laughs> I, have, I have one quick question for you before we before we delve into the mm-hmm. Champions League portion of of this of this mm-hmm. podcast. So last weekend you were one of the few teams that played you and West Ham. A very, a very interesting three three draw. I just want to find yeah. out like what 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 you made of that game because I thought you guys were rubbish for like. 35, 45 minutes, and then after that, you guys were really good. So, is it that the second half papered over the cracks in the first half? Was it a good performance, a bad performance? You know, I'll say this if the Arsenal of the first 30 minutes turns up for the rest of the season, we're mm-hmm. not doing anything. If the Arsenal that turned up for the full the remainder of the game turns up, mm-hmm. we win the Europa League. And second, hey. I'm marking this now. <laughs> say, no, no, no. I want you to quote me on this. Mm-hmm. I'm Martin quoting Ode- you. I'm writing it. Martin Odegaard is winning at least one Ballon d'Or in his career. I promise you. No, 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 no. no. All jokes aside, he will win a Ballon d'Or in his mm-hmm. career. Can you see the difference that boy... The guy made Kalim Chambers look like Kafu. Um, Simi, we are here. We are not going anywhere. You don't do. We can't hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we haven't Odegaard, Ballon d'Or. I've marked this. I feel but like yeah. Yenizai has done some before, you know? Eh? Adnan, bye. Yeah. You, it's, bye. Okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Before, Champions yeah. League, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get back uh, on just, track. Just, just add a little to that. My dad is mm. an Arsenal fan, so he talks about Arsenal all the time. He said mm. watching the first half, he was embarrassed to be an Arsenal fan. So it was really... The fact that yeah. they like that from in the same game is also worrying for me because you yeah. need some consistency. They, don't, they lack consistency. That's why they attend. It's very simple. So, and I don't know where they'll find that consistency from, but... Allegri. Oh, what? sorry. Sorry. Nine. Nine. We're sorry. Nine. So much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think before we even get into the Champions League draw, mm-hmm. I think I have a Bass and a Milan fan here. Mm-hmm. And I've been following their seasons, mm-hmm. you know, a bit closely. Especially buses, because I'm just intrigued. You know, there's a lot going on within that football institution. Yeah. So I think let's start at the Camp Nou, because now we have a bus. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Um, LK, yes. I can mention your names over here. How, what, 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 how, how, what do you make of this? Because you guys are four points behind Atletico Madrid now. Mm-hmm. The team is gelling. I see Kuman playing yep. a 3 5 2 4 3 3. 
hybrid yeah, formation. Pedri and Frankie De Jong are doing well. Mm-hmm. What What are your thoughts? Interesting stuff. I think you he's see, doing with well. my team, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with my team, I don't get too comfortable. I always <laughs> discuss this when I'm on the team. I don't get too comfortable because one thing that we lack is consistency. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Really? I feel like first of all, the team as a whole. Yes, we have some great moments. Mm-hmm. Our backline is bad, hands mm-hmm. down. We can't even argue. That <laughs> that backline, the defense is so poor, and I think like. That's one of the things that cost us every time. Mm. Because we can't defend. PK is our grandfather and all, but he's not a strong player. Like, we need <laughs> some strong players at the back line. Umtiti, too, he's there, he's injured, he's in there. You just don't know what is happening with the back line. And that's my biggest problem like, as a fan. I don't understand how best they can work it. Because Barca, as the mm. organization, as the governance and everything, they're having their own issues. Yeah. So they are not mm. able to work the players and buying money issues. It's a mess. We play, mm. there are days we come to, yes. But then I don't think so. And with the attacking as well, I feel like it took um, this, what do you know, this Frenchman. Griezmann a while to mm. be able to mm. work well. And I think Barcelona yeah. is not a team I don't know if I'll use the word too accepting but then it mm. takes time for you to get into the team. Mm. Like when you come into the team yeah. working with, and that was my that was my problem with Messi. I was like Messi used to mm. work well with when you had um, Neymar and when you had Suarez. Suarez. Suarez yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now they are not there anymore. You need to learn to work with others. So they need to learn your style. You need to learn their style mm-hmm. so that you could work the front because the back can never help us. We are going to yeah. concede to outscore. That's my motive. <laughs> Hands down, okay. if our goalkeeper doesn't come through because our goalkeeper more often than not saves us, mm-hmm. we are going to be bad. And the the middle, let's talk about the middle as well. You know, um, Mm -hmm. before Iniesta and his brothers left, that middle was strong. Like, you know, they used to push the ball. Mm -hmm. They pushed the ball. Now, where is the middle? The whole team, I don't know. It's not... It's there, but then it's not that strong. They are doing well, but um, that's what I'm saying that Koku is like, Today, they are doing well. They are firing. They go. Five games in a row, we've won. You see, once you get comfortable, say yes, Barca is getting it. They will come and play you one time. Look at UEFA. Now I'm reviewing any time. PSG. I must say, though. And what's Dembele? Dembele. He's not clinic. This This boy doesn't know that. You get the ball, you think fast. That's why you are at the front. And that's what stresses me out. He has the ball all the time. If he's clinical and he thinks fast on his feet, we'll be scoring goals. Because he's a good player. He's running. We need, because our players, we need stamina. We need more stamina. People who can run. You know, they are running back and forth. But when he gets the ball, he thinks too much. He's not quick on his feet. And it costs us so many games, in my opinion, though. You see, quickly... I'll um, just add a little bit to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, Susu, so, so, go on. You know, I think, I think Kuka, you've been... You have been unfair to Messi. The problem is not Messi. It's the players they are buying to surround him. Because mm-hmm. if you see how Messi 
you need people who are making runs. That's why he loved playing with Suarez. Yeah. Suarez was making runs. Like you said, you need people who are running and pushing for it. Look at how he's finding Jordi Alba all the time because Jordi Alba is running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the transfer policy was poor. They decided to buy mm-hmm. Coutinho and Griezmann, two players who don't run, mm-hmm. and you spent a combined about 300 million mm-hmm. on those players. Mm-hmm. But don't you see... Okay, but, so if they had found like if they had found players who make those runs, you know, there's players in Europe who make those runs, like someone like Son Hyung Min, as an example. <laughs> Son mm-hmm. makes those runs. Look at how Hurricane has been finding him constantly. Can you imagine mm-hmm. how well that guy would do if he was playing with ba- with Messi? That guy will score 40 goals a season. But then but, don't you also think that mm-hmm. as a good me, I like I'm not saying he's bad. Me, I'm a stand for him. But don't yeah. you also think that as a good player as well, sometimes you need to adopt, you need to learn how to work with them. If they are not running, okay, let's find other ways to gel with them. Because it's a team effort. The game, because every time it comes, it's not Barcelona they call out, it's Messi they call out. Messi and the boys. It's always Messi. So you need to work with them because Suarez has left. Neymar has left. These are the individuals we have to play with. So we have to make it work. (laughs) Maybe you take extra training time with them. You show them your skills. You work with them, in my opinion. Because it's costing us. Yeah, I agree with you, Baisi. I feel like it's not a chemistry problem. I feel like if you don't have people running, your team gets... Tactics like you just okay. you're in front of the defense, just moving the ball, and you can't get in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's why I feel like you need that's why Alba becomes so important because he's the only one coming mm-hmm. in and he's playing yeah, the ball across does. all the time. Mm-hmm. If you notice how the attacks is Messi play the ball from the right hand mm-hmm. channel, or for Alba, Alba will play it across. Some commotion will happen, or the person will get in. <laughs> like, so I feel like it's, it's not even time. about Messi, but at the point, time. yeah. At a point, but, you need you need to surround him with the talent to succeed, you know. But I'm just saying, the board is more to blame for all of the problems than the players, in my opinion. The players are doing their best. There's only so much you can do if you are not the right fit for each other. Because if you buy Griezmann, who wants to be in the same central position behind the striker, and then you tell him to go and play strike, he wants to find someone like Jude or someone, and you are telling him that he has to play strike, he has to play on the wing. You're asking him a lot of him, like... I blame the boy, and I'm glad the boy. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but we are not. We have not come to spend ten minutes talking about Barca. I want us to move on quickly. Could this even segue into Milan? One thing I find with the two teams is, and I love this with AC Milan. They introduced a transfer policy where they say, okay, they are not signing anybody. They are going young, and I think with Barca, that's if I was a Barca fan, I'll be very optimistic for the future because. I look back at your team that lost 8-2 to Bayern. The likes of Arturo Vidal and things were in your team. And now you can see slow but sure. <laughs> slow but sure. Um, Ronald Koeman is implementing a lot more younger players. Edgy. And I think, yeah, and I think that's best. And that's something I also see with Milan. And I love it. Because AC Milan used to be, they, they, they were in a similar predicament as Barca. The board were just making stupid signings. I remember when Milan signed 11 new players, you know, all nearing their 30s. I think these two clubs, where they are right now in their in their stages, and Barca's one is difficult because you have Messi. But I like where Milan is because you can see that now there's a young core that can grow. And I think that's where Barca mm-hmm. is heading. And I think that's why Kuman has introduced all these players. So if I was a Barca or Milan fan, Right now, where we are, I'm, I'm okay. Because it's not every year we can win everything. That would be a fact. 
But if I see that they are talented, make no mistake, Dembele and Co, they are talented. They will show a few more young yeah. signings, then they are in business. Because at the end of it, Madrid are picking. They will go. PSG to Yawa will buy soon. So buy into their run will come to an end shortly. And that's when you know, take over. But yeah, over to you, Co. <laughs> wow. Um, Susu. Your team, your team has gone some interesting transitions. And I think right now, I mean, it's interesting. You guys are putting money. You are going for the title. Now you find yourself in a top four battle. <laughs> so I don't know, Susu, what have you made of the season? And okay. Um, mm-hmm. are, you, are you optimistic I'll try, for the year? I'll try, and, I'll try and keep it short. But just to answer the one thing <laughs> Pakofi said about the 11 transfers, there was a lot of ownership instability. So mm. Berlusconi, when he was leaving the club, he didn't leave. Mm. He was just looking for money. So he took his four fifty million euros in cash and left. <laughs> he didn't care about what was coming and stuff, which is fair to him. The businessman, it was burning a yeah. hole in his pocket. So that's why there was a lot of transfer. So there were times Milan is trying to be cheap. We are buying mm. transfers. We are selling players. We are even being cheap on the hiring. Yes, that's why mm. they ended up with Inzaghi, Mihailovic, mm. Sedov, etc. And then there were also times they're like, oh, we have money and then 11 players. None of them were. But so that's mm-hmm. why right now we have a more stable ownership structure. So that's why you are seeing mm-hmm. progress. So like you said, mm-hmm. the new owners have said, look, right now we need to make money. So you buy players under 23, under 25. Mm-hmm. You sprinkle in a few older players like Ibrahimovic mm-hmm. and Kaya because you mm-hmm. do need that experience. Because Maldini yeah. actually told the owners that, look, these boys yeah. are good, but you need someone to come in whip them into shape that kind of thing yeah. so yeah. that's what we are the progress we are seeing now there is stability that's basically why milan is where there is that it's a bit more mm. stable we had purely mm. there was some uncertainty about whether he should stay so mm. but with the title challenge i'm not surprised and this is the reason mm. our team is young they make yeah, a lot of true. mistakes even when you watch the man you give you guys watch the man you give they went clinical yeah that, that's mm. the yeah. sign of a young team. they didn't take their chance so, mm. and we had a lot of games earlier in the season. We played teams like Parma, go 2 0 down. They would have to scramble back to get to two. Those type mm. of games, you should have been winning them. And that's what's even because if you had won some of those games you drew, we'd still be mm. a bit closer to Inter. But if you look at Inter, mm. Inter have that experience and their core that's is fine. in their prime. You see Barella, Kaku, Lota. Mm. Yeah, those guys are getting are in their prime, getting to their prime. So it's a whole mm. different ball yeah. game. But yeah. Like I said, Milan is making progress. And I think if you had told them to get top four, they would have just taken it. So I don't yeah. think it's a, it's a bad season. Though the fan in me really wanted the title, but you can we we'll live with the top four. We are building Slow baby steps. And right now, <laughs> right now, Juve is on the downturn. So there's there's space, there's space. So I'm not, I'm not but let's get to, let's get to the meat of the matter. So. Yeah, let's get we have a lot. I mean, I would like this episode coming to it as very excited because we have not really spoken about Europe, only English Premier League. Yeah. And this episode, they yeah, heated. So let's kick the ball. You know, let's kick the ball a bit. The first quarter final, Man City versus Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> and I finally retreated from the checking bar account because Paukufi sends me a picture that Haaland <laughs> has, <laughs> has agreed personal terms with Man City. And it's interesting. I think even before we get into the tie, mm-hmm. Ellen Haaland, I don't know, each one of you, I want you to go around. Where do you see him going? 
would you take him at your club even if it's possible? Or where do you see him going? I don't know. Let's let's park with you. Let's start yes, with you. Okay, so mm-hmm. I've been noted for saying that this year's transfer window is one of the hottest in recent memory that I can remember. Because the kind of players on the market are to use a basketball team, franchise changing. Whichever teams land Haaland or Mbappe or hell, Kane or Sancho or whatever, those next teams will be very competitive in the years to come, particularly the ones that land Mbappe and Haaland. I know my dear... FFP has been scrapped. Exactly. FFP, so we are going to see a lot more money spent. A lot more money. So right now, yeah, I know my dear Arsenal are not in this situation, but if I was City, United... Chelsea, uh, to an extent, you know, you train your Real Madrid. I'd be going all out for either Haaland or Mbappe. It's the next two big generational players. You, you need to get one. So, personally, I think Haaland would be an amazing fit at either one of the Manchester clubs. But we know that, man, you, there's this Sancho, you know, Sancho Alio. So, I don't know if they'll be able to get the two, but I'm telling you now, if Manchester City sign Erling Haaland, come and look for me in 2030. That's when I'll be ready to watch Premier League again. Because it will be like the early 2000s <laughs> when Lyon were just winning French League after French League after French League. Because can you imagine Erling Haaland in a Pep Guardiola system? Someone who definitely gets him chances. It's, it's game over. So that's how I see it. Like, this Haaland and Mbappe thing, yeah? Where whichever teams get them, like... I'm saying, like, if you are... You are... you are, Let's say it's, it's Man City and Manchester United. If Man City get Haaland, I'm sorry, but United have to get Mbappe if they want to win titles. Yeah, and, <laughs> say, and the same way like at Chelsea. Yes, because... Because look at it this way. And particularly Chelsea... If Chelsea land mm-hmm. land one of those marquee signings, then we are in trouble because Chelsea's core is young. Kai Havertz is starting to blossom. Timo Werner is, is a good player. Messi Mounts, I can't believe I used to disrespect that boy. Will be a fantastic footballer. So Chelsea, there's trouble. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea <laughs> do have a young core. So right now, I'm afraid for all the teams with young cores. If they add Haaland and Mbappe, trouble. So me, I'm just praying Real Madrid and Barca. But Barca, they will have to launder the money to do it. But they, they are used to it. So if Barca <laughs> can launder some more money and sign one of them so they avoid England. You could just say Barca cannot afford it. We can end it in Barca. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I think even before we go more into this Haaland's Ulabalu, uh, Man City versus Dortmund. Yeah. LK mm-hmm. Susu Mauna, I want you guys to also give us some insights. Well, how do you see the tie going? Uh, how do you have anyone for you can start? How okay, do you see the tie going? Me personally, mm-hmm. I, feel, I think this and the whitewash. Those ones are bad. Yeah. They Easy. are not they are not they are not champions league semi-final level. This is not anything City we should struggle with. What what's mm-hmm. football does when Craddy play? And me, I won't like I won't like to you people I know it. It sounds a bit controversial, but I think Haaland is a tiny bit overrated. Because those Bundesliga <laughs> defenders, nothing them they play. 
nothing in the people. It's not about his ability. It's not about his ability. Don't get me. The guy will be world class. Don't get me wrong. But right now, eh, he's just a step below the top top strikers in the world because he has to work on some things. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's he's not there. You see, I also question. Sometimes I question Mbappe because I remember I sent a message to the checking bar group that like. When I look at the second goal he scored, why is he running into 70 yards of space? But my answer to that is, these guys, they are Champions League numbers. Their Champions League numbers are also ridiculous. So they are doing it against all forms of defenses. Do you, you get what I'm saying? Well, they are okay. still scoring you know, against... Paco, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, Paco, let me stop you. How many of Haaland's goals have come in the quarterfinal and beyond? A lot of stage, then last season he added some two rounds. He hasn't scored much in the later rounds of the Champions League. And that's not to say he won't do it. It will come eventually. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that when I watch the Champions League, everybody's playing with that high line at the center line. And Haaland, that's the one thing about him. He's 6'4", but the guy is blazing fast. So for him, it's easy for him to get beyond the defenders and have it. And a lot of the chance size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but that's the one thing I have to say about him. His in the box instincts are very good, regardless of the mm-hmm. amount of space he gets. Which is why mm-hmm. I know he's going to the top. Because that alone is what because that's what's more important for a striker. Because you need to get when you get those chances, the, your ability to finish with, with your left. Yeah. Even if you are one foot, at least you can put a different side, up, down, yeah. whatever you have to. You can hit the ball gently. That's why I'm saying that mm-hmm. he's good. But he's a tad bit overrated because Bundesliga mm. defenders are a bit below average. And a lot of his Champions League goals, like I said, group stage. Mm. At least we've seen Mbappe go to the later stages last season and he made a difference. Mm. We've at least seen that from him. We've also seen him at the World Cup make a difference in the latter stages. Mm-hmm. Not to say that Haaland will never reach that level. But I'm saying right now, I feel like we are a bit... We are rushing him to a level he's not there yet because... Last time I was on radio, I said Benzema was the best striker in the world. And someone said, how can you mention Benzema when there's Lewandowski and Haaland? I can understand mentioning Lewandowski. Lewandowski but why are you bringing Haaland into the conversation? Do you get what I'm saying? So I just yeah, feel like right now, like, where we've put him, right now, where we've put him in the world is a bit elevated. Mm. But back mm. to the tie itself. The Dortmund mm. team, outside Haaland, outside Sancho, <laughs> even Marco Reis, who are the defensive standouts in that team? I want, I want Hamos. Hamos. There's a reason Bayern. There's a reason Bayern let him go. Did Bayern win a Champions League when he was there? I can't recall, but I don't think they did. No, it's that guy. Yeah. So I'm, all I'm saying is that Hamos, Emre Chan. What's the, what's the name of their pass off? Do you even know? Uh, uh, Berkey. Nah, Berkey doesn't play anymore. It's, it's not like They are suffering. Oh, I don't know those you guys. See, you see, you see what I'm saying? It's not just. It's not to say Dortmund are not a good team. Dortmund are a good team, mm. but. Where we reach in that competition, Dortmund, mm-hmm. they are lucky to be here. They should be happy to be here. They should mm-hmm. come and play their game and take their 2-0, 2-0 and go home. That's all I'm saying. And that's mm-hmm. my thoughts on the time. Okay. Okay. So your former manager. Honestly, Pep, my, I, have you, I have a question for you. Honestly, you... my thoughts uh-huh. on this game is... I really... Hmm, we see Man City's record when it comes to the Champions League has not been too like they're a big question mark. Like they do well, but then they mm. don't go far. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So, That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So 
these guys, we are talking about yeah, Haaland, maybe he's a bit overrated because he scores goals, so people make noise. But then that young team, you know, that little pressure they can bring can make a difference, in my opinion. Because, you know, those three, he and his small boys at the front there. You you see, when people bring pressure, because Man City doesn't have a good track record, they do well and then they cut down. They do on the cut. But then UEFA Champions League, you don't have the option to do that. They've been doing, I mean, Pep, master, like, master class. He, when he comes, the way he does his boys, sometimes he makes switches, you're like, can this work? And it works out. Their middle is great. Because in their last game, it was their middle boys that were doing the work. Yeah. So I think, honestly, I can't pick who would win. I think it's really up to the... It's who comes who comes first. Because Man City has a good team. They've been winning and everything. But then they don't last. That's my opinion. Yeah. Um, Mawana, just a question yeah. for you. So I think one thing that's interesting about this time, you know how we said that Haaland thrives on space and behind Mm-hmm. Don't and you know we all know Pep's philosophy. He's been quoted as saying that you know it's about having possession of the ball, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Do you think Dortmund can get at um, Manchester City on the counter attack when they eventually get the ball? Yeah, I do, but I think it will be like maybe two chances over the hundred and eighty mm. minutes, like. Man City defenders aren't slouches either. Like, you probably, yeah. that game, you'll, you'll not see Cancelo, you'll see, like, Kyle Walker, you'll see Ruben Diaz, and they'll just try and match him pace yes, for pace. Yeah. Like, they're not slouches. They are, they are pretty good as well. Yeah. yeah. And then the issue is, can Dortmund keep clean sheets? And the answer to that is no. Yeah. It, at the moment, is. I think it's who outscores who. Yeah. Like, at this point, <laughs> clean sheets or no clean sheets is... If we do two, two, who can end the goal? I think yeah, I, that's yeah. why I really think. Yeah. It's who can outscore. And you know, to add to that, that's the yeah. thing I fear about City. Right now, City yeah. have been playing without a striker for the longest time. Yeah. And I don't know whether Aguero will be ready for that for the tie. Yeah. And yeah. when you're relying on Sterling and Ferran Perez and other guys, I know I love Sterling. Sterling is a great player, but Sterling is finishing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, sometimes it's not. Like you don't know which ten is good enough. And all and all due respect to his suits, he's just not he's not he's not what Man City expected when they bought. He's not that clinical guy. He's a very good yeah. player, but he's just not clinical enough. And that's my fear for City that they'll create a billion chances and no score. That's my only fear. And I feel like we'll see that more in the next round when they have to face PSG or Bayern. That's who they are much and I feel like in the next round, that's when their weakness will come to the form more. But I feel like against Dortmund, they'll create so many chances, it won't matter. But I guess I feel like against PSG and Dortmund, when they create like maybe two or three a game, that lack of killer instinct will cost them. So Man City's weaknesses, I don't see it being an issue in this tie. I see it being an issue in the next tie. But then if the if uh, Dortmund counters and counters hard, they can because that's what because that's the idea I was getting from the man you the that game. Mm-hmm. Because Man City was going strong and Man United just came with that. If you push them a bit, sometimes they break. And those young boys that's can. True. I mean, depending on how fast they can, I feel like they can. Mm. They can give them a hard time. Yeah. They can, but 
It's tough. Like for Russia, the Dortmund defense, because eh, I remember watching Bayern Dortmund. He's mm. poor. He went 2 0 up. Bro, so that they scored early goals, they couldn't yeah. create a chance after that. And chance. then yeah. Bayern just played the whole game in their half. Like, this yeah. is not a serious yeah. team. No disrespect. <laughs> just, no, I don't know. It will get to a very tough match for yeah. them. I don't know. They are coaches, they went to also. Charlie, I don't know. It's, uh, good luck to them. Good luck to them. <laughs> hey, that's what you can say, <laughs> So the second match of the, the round, Porto versus Chelsea. So Porto, interesting enough, I read an athletic, an athletic mm. article mm-hmm. on their system and they were saying it's akin to the old Simeone. The wow. 4-4-2 system. Yeah. Box? I don't I think so. I can't remember the guy wrote it. But, Mona, you are the Chelsea fan here. Mm-hmm. When you went, I, I'm sure a lot of you, I saw a lot of your your fan, fellow fans, they were happy. Because arguably, mm-hmm. you could say this is the easiest team you could play. Mm-hmm. But you know, some, mm-hmm. of these, mm-hmm. some of these matches, they can be banana can skins. Be very tricky, yep. Yeah, so how are you feeling? How are you feeling? You guys don't square a lot. Yeah. Um, they, are, they are known to be a resilient team. Well, so first of all, with, with respect to like the difficulty of the draw, I, I would say mm-hmm. I'm happy in a sense because previous seasons we've been getting Barca, PSG, Bayern at this stage, and that just means your Champions League is over. You know, Rudiger has been collecting mm-hmm. Sulia, Kepa has been collecting Sulia. It's like, yeah, but at least this season we know that if we play well, like basically it's a 50-50 game. We are not unmatched against our opponents, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Porto... I saw some quotes. I don't know if these are actual quotes that were attributed by the manager, but the guy basically said, people didn't expect us to beat Juventus. We went there, we beat Juventus. People are not expecting us to beat Chelsea. We'll go and we'll beat Chelsea. And that, that sort of energy, I'm not really liking it coming from their manager, to mm-hmm. be honest. It's, it's, it's like a team mm-hmm. that shows that, yeah, they know they're the underdogs, but they know how to play in these kinds of games. They know how to make the game nasty and then squeeze mm-hmm. their goals here and there. So... That I'm not too happy about. Um, Chelsea as a team right now, we've become more solid defensively. So that I'm cool with. But we are not really scoring a lot of goals. In terms of the goal scoring, I, I can see enough like actions in the box. It's just we are not clinical. Now, mm-hmm. these past few games, he's been trying a lot of different combinations. We've been seeing like Giroud and inside forwards. We've been seeing mounts being placed on the wing. We've been seeing... Um, Timo and someone with someone in behind him. But I think right now he's settled on Havertz, Timo, and Ziyech in like the big games. And those three, oddly enough, they seem to work or dovetail well together. Um, they press well. And one thing is like we're, we're seeing some some sort of technical sense coming back into the team, especially with Ziyech. Like he, he, is, he is coming in with the goals right now. So let's see, let's see how it goes. I'm I'm optimistic, <laughs> but I'm also cautious because mm-hmm, Porto mm-hmm. can easily like stink mm-hmm. up a game. We'll go play the first leg, like, no, no, they'll come score a penalty and then they'll defend for their lives. So mm-hmm. I think yeah. this yeah, I, I really like mm-hmm. most quickly. Mm-hmm. So I go on record. <laughs> Chelsea are going to the Champions League final. Okay. Oh, thank, thank you. Okay. I appreciate I that. Me, I really, I really like I really like these two leg ties because if your manager is strategic, mm-hmm. you can go to the next round. Because I'm seeing the first match is at Porto's home. Mm-hmm. Charlie, if they can nick some 1-0. Yeah, some away goal is very essential. Charlie, 
and then they take you to Stanford Bridge, and they just make an early go and says back, bro. Now you guys have mm-hmm. to score what? Charlie, I don't know. I'm not saying I don't like see Chelsea winning you know, this game to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, so go ahead. Know, I'll tell you something interesting about playing at home. This is something learns from South American football. In their continental competition, small teams mm-hmm. are usually given the home draw because they are weaker. What do they mm-hmm. do? They defend and defend and get a nil nil. Mm-hmm. Right? Then they go to mm-hmm. their way leg and they score one goal. Now you're in trouble. You have to score two. And these teams mm-hmm. know how to defend. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. The dynamics of the two-legged tie are so interesting. So Very. depending on who you are, playing at home first might be the better option. Because if they can not consider an away goal, then when they come to Stanford Bridge, every attack is like a problem. They score mm-hmm. one goal. Now you have to you score have to two. Score you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, but add to that, I was looking at some of the stats, and then when you look at the XG of teams, I know XG is a very special stat, but mm-hmm. for when you can't watch every game, you know, we have to rely on it. I was looking at it, and when you look at Porto's XG mm-hmm. over per nine minutes, and the bottom half of the 32 Champions Leagues, Champions, <laughs> in fact, they might even be in the bottom five. Let me just make sure, you know, that kind of thing. Like, they are mm-hmm. not a very attacking team but look how far you know yeah. so yeah Come. I'm looking at some of the teams that are above them Ren Club Rouge Ayas <laughs> this is not a team that has much of an attacking threat like you said they are very they are like communities they are very solid yeah. you know yeah. and because even if you look at that goal they, can, they scored that goal that were under the wall I'm sure if the XG people saw it they would have given that Shot 0.001, you know, because that yeah, shot's not I mean, going in 99%. Yeah. yeah, but you get what I'm saying. This is not an attacking mm-hmm. team. And the thing is, what we've seen from Tuchel's Chelsea is that mm-hmm. they don't concede. So I don't know where the goals are coming from from Porto. Then in the next round, who do they face? Is it Liverpool and... Liverpool or Madrid? Madrid. Liverpool and Madrid. And both Liverpool and Madrid are very... They've had a lot of... Their mm-hmm. players have been on and off. They've been inconsistent. So, like you said, like we said, Chelsea's road to the final that hard. It's a very nice road. And once you get, and once you get to the final, it's ninety minutes. Anything can happen. Because you are playing someone. Imagine they score an ungo in the first, like in the first minutes. It can happen. Mm. Now they are attacking, attacking. You have the, you know, you can sit back play on the counter, or their best player gets injured in the in the first half. Look at what happened to Salah in that Champions League final. Didn't last the first half, you know. So mm-hmm. once you get to a final, anything can happen. And I feel like Chelsea are legitimate contenders right now because of their route to the final. If it was yeah. based on squad quality and the draw, you'd have PSG, Bayern, and who's the last city spread out even in the draw, not all going to meet each other mm-hmm. and on the same side of the draw. I would say mm-hmm. Chelsea's chances were slim. But now the draw has opened up for them. So I really, I really like how Chelsea are looking for this Champions League. Oh, yeah. I, I, but that's the thing. Liverpool, too, you never know how to turn up. And Madrid are the same. Like I, like I said, Benzema, best striker in the world. If anyone is going to break down that Chelsea defence, it's allergic carry. So I'm not, I'm not concerned. And I was just using... I was, I was using my... I was looking at my some stats. And of the players, when you add XG and XG, that's expected assist. He's top mm-hmm. five and 90 minutes in the Champions League. Wow. And you have to remember, he's playing with Rodrigo, Vinny Vinicius, and Lucas Vasquez, you know. Yeah, so it's not yeah. any 
proper people and he's still carrying the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the title race, in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. I mean, we have to give flowers. 70 Champions League goals, no penalties. Come on, come on. This is a generational player who has proven himself mm-hmm. time and time again. Let's put some respect on his name, okay? Some respect on him, but yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you. Okay, yeah, I'll have mm-hmm. to say I can agree with the boys on this one with mm-hmm. Chelsea because I feel like their track record have been good, and I, I actually really like their keeper. I feel like Why? that exactly. guy stands, he, that <laughs> guy that Senegalese stands tall in the post for them, he comes mm-hmm. through for them. So I really think that if Chelsea does a good job of holding the fort, they should go. Because Porto, I mean, uh, the only person in Porto that like I really look at maybe Pepe. I don't like him, but like I look, I mean, he's he's an old soul, but he's a, you know, he has experience in that this thing. But apart from that, I think that like if Chelsea plays their cards right, they should go to cause Kante too has been really showing up in my opinion recently. Mm-hmm. He has been holding down the middle there as well. So mm-hmm. I feel like things should work out. And I feel like even, I know they scored two goals. We always say like maybe they don't score as many goals or something. But I don't, um, Mason was not in the last game, was he? No, he was Yeah, I feel like if he was, maybe some one, maybe they could have mm-hmm. up to three. Yeah. yeah. So if money. everything goes well, mm-hmm. <laughs> if everything goes well, they have a big chance. I think they can mm-hmm. go through mm-hmm. for sure. Interesting. So, the next one is, uh, I think, arguably, you could say the tie of the round. A repeat of last year's final. Was it this year? No, last year. Yeah, yes. last year. Wait. Uh, yeah, 2020. Yeah, last year. Bayern face PSG. <laughs> Name some. So, PSG fired their manager, you know, to the season. They brought mm. in Pochettino. Mm. And Pochettino, I mean, PSG were quite impressive in the first leg against Barca. But in the second leg, Barca were really, really good. Shockingly, I was shocked. I was shocked. And now they are going facing a Bayern side who... I think Bayern have had an interesting season. Mm-hmm. There, were, there were moments in the season where, like, you could see they were fatigued. Mm-hmm. Because even the Bundesliga, they were stuttering a bit. But the Bundesliga, Bayern can go five games without winning. They will still be first. I don't know what's going on that league. But, yeah, so I don't know. Just quickly, I'm not even quickly. Park with you. I know you are the PSG. You like Paris. Are the Paris boys? Are you confident going into this match? I don't know why this year Leonardo didn't send the wire to UEFA headquarters. So Infantino is upset. We were supposed <laughs> to get Porto. How can you drop Bayern? Let me not lie to you. This Bayern team, oh my goodness. I don't know if you guys know this, but over the weekend they played, I believe it was Stuttgart. They went down to 10 men and then mm-hmm. they started scoring men. 10 men. Mm-hmm. What kind of team is they that? Four goals they at half time. They like the, the thoughts of Florenzi versus Coleman or Gnabry or even Sunny is quite frightening. Let me not lie to you. Like this Bayern team, man, you look throughout like Charlie, they are good. So is it Danilo Pereira? Eh? And like, you know, PSG's attacking. Let me not lie to you. I hate Mario Icardi with the passion. I'm so glad my skin is having a decent season because Icardi is rubbish. Neymar is back. Mario Icardi can go to hell. <laughs> Neymar is back, but 
just the way that Bayern team operates, you know, against PSG, you're always likely to get a chance. And if that chance is falling to Lewandowski, I mean, it could be very embarrassing for them. I can't lie. And I feel sorry for Pochettino because he's going to really get like, you know, I hear he's already beefing Leonardo two months into the job. So this could be really embarrassing for PSG. You know, a lot of people used to laugh at Arsenal when Bayern used to catch us and give us 5-1 away. If you go, and you can ask the other landing teams, Chelsea, they've taken their own, Spurs, they've even Barca. Yeah, we can all, you know, test. Yeah, it's just left to mind to take their own. So, Bayern, if you go to them unstable, they'll score you. I'm expecting anywhere between five and seven nil aggregates. And so. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Uh, the, goals, the, the goals are high, but the win, I can't yeah. the goals, they are really stretching it a bit. But I can really see, not because I'm a Barca fan, so I'm being bitter. But then the truth is that in the second leg, Barca could really play PSG. And this is not the kind of energy you yeah. take to play by him. At all. Like if Dembele are taking his chances and things, mm-hmm. we, I think we had a chance of, you know, going for it. Maybe we'll come and show these guys again that. That eight was just a little shaker in the bad times. But that didn't happen. But that being said, I really think like PSG, yes, I mean, after their new coach came, they had been playing a bit too in the league and things. But then is is that they are too complacent sometimes. And if you give Bayern that chance, as Parkovi said, they will take mm-hmm. you for granted. They would mess you up. So I really think I honestly this game. You need to go all out, or Bayern is taking it through, in my opinion. So you see a buy. Interesting. Mona, and we and Susu will come to you after. Mona, do you think we should give PSG some more? I don't know. People are, well, it's like PSG is like, this PSG, they have world-class players, and they have a world-class manager. So Mona, do you see them, do you see Pochettino's tactical acumen coming through? Or how do you see this panning out? Hey, Mona, are you there? Okay, Susu, are you there also? I'm, I'm here, I'm here. Hey, hey, I don't know, Mona, maybe Mona is fixing <laughs> something, so we'll come to you first. <laughs> um, well, like you both said, I think it's advantage buying because I feel like a lot of these things, fitness becomes very important. And if you have key player like now coming back from you, it could be a problem, you know. Like we need mm-hmm. you need him to be fair. And I feel like this breaks that I feel like all of these things they've hurt him. And I feel like that may be the reason PSG never win a champions league, simply because Neymar can't stay fit between the match mm-hmm. the, the month February and April. It just doesn't happen for him. Because even if you look at the number of league on games he's played, I don't even think he's reached 30 before. You know that kind of thing. No. And it's yeah. it's not good. Yeah. This is a player you're trying to rely on, you know, and he can't stay fit. And it's one of the biggest issues. Exactly. But another thing is, like you like you guys said, Bayern create their chances. Bayern are, they are a very good team. They are, but like, they are, there's that weakness on their counter. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully, Mbappe will exploit it. Because I want to see those Germans go home. I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't want to see it. But like... But then if... You are saying that the sorry to cut you, but then like you say, um, Mbappe should exploit it. But then like let's be honest, the the buying 
they are backline. They are not as bad as some of our brothers, if you know who I'm talking about. Oh, so yeah. They're not going to open the floor like, come and eat me up like that. They're not going to open the ground. Let's be honest. Oh, but so they need to go the extra mile. They highlight, allow, highlight. They would run the whole court and come and score and then Barcelona players would just be standing there. Bayern, I don't think, would give him that last Oh, year. no. The thing is, if you are playing a high line, you are playing a high line. You are going to mm-hmm. be you are going to be weak to pace regardless of what you do. It's just, just a tactical fact. The only thing... No, if you have Alfonso Davis. But you see, Alfonso Davis... Alfonso... See, I like Alfonso Davis, but the point is, Alfonso Davis, I don't think he's much of a defender yet. I still mm. feel if you know if you know how to drop then do one mm. to one two, you get past mm. him. You can pass him. No, mm. Yeah, exactly. Like and I also don't like Alaba in at center back. You know. I think mm. Alaba is a great left back, but I don't know about him at centre back. But mm. luckily for Bayern, PSG don't have a proper centre forward because that Mario mm. Cardi guy, he's a joker. He's a joker. He's <laughs> <laughs> joker. Ah, I can't believe they paid was it 60 million for him. About yes. highway robbery. High highway. Oh, but the guy, the guy oh bro. No, I mean, Scoring goals, yeah, he can score goals. But anything else about being a striker, he can't he cannot do. I mean, and that's what and that's one of that's what exactly what I was that's exactly what I was saying about Haaland that he still needs to work on the other parts of his game. Mm. Or he's going to end up like Mario Ricard. <laughs> Luckily for him, because he's fast and strong, he won't it won't end up that bad. But mm. on a more serious thing, but because Icardi is so limited, like when you watch Icardi, if the ball doesn't come to him in the box, nothing from him, nothing. But I have to say, luckily for him, luckily for him, because he's such a good finisher, he's gotten away with it. And especially in that PSG team, who nine times out of ten they are going to dominate the opposition, and he's going to get chances. He will still score goals. It and like that's part of the point of playing in yeah, exactly that's part of the point playing in a weaker league like Germany or France where mm-hmm. it's easy to run away with that. So you get you get strikers like that who can feast in mm-hmm. bad times, you know. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the crunches, like because look at the Champions League knockouts last year. Do you remember a card in anything? At all. Useless. Yes, you can't even remember him, like you can't even recall him playing a pass. It was that Wasn't bad. It but he played that this stuff. Eric Maxim, who is now on Bayern Munich. You see what I'm talking about? How can Triple Motive come and upstage you and you're supposed to be a 60 million euro striker? Come on, that's that's not good enough. Me, mm. I like Moise King, but I don't know if he's ready for the big stage, but he will have to do because that's, that's Mario Riccardi, that's Adultra. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mana. Yeah, yeah. Mana, do you think we should give PSG more credits? Like this is PSG. It's not. It's not. I don't know some Sanquas team. So do you see yeah, them I mean, pulling to? Mm-hmm. So funny enough, the final last year, I I actually felt that PSG had a decent chance of winning. And I mean, mm-hmm. I'll say this: oh, Mbappe. If, if Mbappe finished those chances, they'll be mm-hmm. Champions League yeah. champions right now, and maybe will not have tasted mm-hmm. Thomas. Mbappe pulled the unreal six. But I just want to talk about like. One one point that Tusu made about you know Alfonso Davis versus um Mbappe. I don't think Mbappe will play on that wing against Bayern. Like oh, yeah. he whatever wing Davis is on, he will switch to the opposite wing. Cause mm-hmm. I remember the first leg against Barca, yeah. He really targeted that space between was it 
think it was PK yes. and whoever the the wing back was. He yes, really yes, targeted yes. that space between them. He, he, he realized that that's where we Piki. can attack and uh, really make <laughs> make make rain. And I think I think he will do the same. He will he will look for whoever is standing beside whether it's Sula or Jerome Boati and say, okay, then, that space between the two. Point, of me, that's where I'm going to attack. So mm-hmm. yes, but my point is that you see the the defense that we brought. Mm-hmm. We yeah. you see. Piki is a different breed. That nigga is a different guy <laughs> trying to be a striker, trying to... He doesn't stay in his lane. Oh, but no, then, no. I don't think Bayern mm-hmm. would give too much... Yeah, you you saying that he might play. Yes, he's good and everything, but I don't know if he would have that luxury he had mm. with open I mean, spaces. Yeah, exactly. In order for Mbappe to have a good game, Verratti needs to have a good game. And the likes of Neymar as well. And Bayern's midfield is very solid. Like Kim yeah, and two Goretzka, passes in behind with space. No, but you see, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Though. Okay, the, we can't forget the brilliance of Neymar. Mm-hmm. But you see, one thing I realized in that Champions League final, and I think you can say the same about Mbappe. When their backs are against the wall, those two are not clutch at all. When I need like someone to carry I, I, I me, I was saying Neymar and Mbappe are not clutch in the okay. sense that like, when you need them the most, they, they 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 can't pick up a team by the scruff of the neck and say. Oh, but okay, Neymar has done it already. You. When was this? He did, he did it against PSG when he was at Barca. But you see, in in that mm-hmm. in that in that in that mm-hmm. like remontada, mm-hmm. you see. You there's Messi there, there's Suarez there, there's everything. So, but you see, Neymar is the best player on PSG, and Mbappe is mm-hmm. the second best player. And I'm saying, in the Champions League final, when PSG so if they get down, to against Bayern, we we mind change. Would you? Would you? Then it's it will be different because uh-huh. I'm still yet to see Mbappe. Mm-hmm. You know, when the going gets tough, like even against Barca in the second leg, aside from the penalty. Mbappe really didn't show up. And mm-hmm. this is my 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 one criticism of Mbappe and, and Neymar. They 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 it's not like Ronaldo. Ronaldo, when you need him, that's when he performs the best under pressure. That's when that's why to me that's why I take no, 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 the stats, no the stats are there. The stats are there. The stats are there. The guy could even show up against the guy could even show up against Ronaldo. No, but I'm talking about Ronaldo. Let's talk about Ronaldo. Relax, relax, relax. If we go back here, that game against Atletico Madrid in the final, who was the one who scored that equalizing goal? Oh, no, forget your mention. Your mention, Wamad. Let's talk about the part to the final. Mm-hmm. Bayern Munich semi final. What did Ronaldo do? Atletico Madrid semi final. What did Ronaldo mm-hmm. do? Wolves Bay semi. Go and look at it. It's all there. Mm-hmm. Run, and even, and even Ronaldo is needed in the big moments. And that's even, when he performs. But you see, even the I final. Have, I have a, I have a mm-hmm. problem with this kind of when we talk about clutch in football. I feel like mm-hmm. it doesn't transfer as well, especially because of mm-hmm. the way football is. Because a mm-hmm. lot of these clutch moments, Ronaldo, 
hard. Mm. It's not like he picked the ball up for 30 yards players and smashed into the top corner. You know? He did his job. No, no, no. Relax, relax. <laughs> Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Okay. Let me... That, that, okay. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. I feel like being clutch in football is, is a lot more teammate. You need your teammate to give you the ball in a good position. If your teammates can't put the ball in a certain position for you, you can't even get the chance to clutch. You get one. Mm-hmm. So I feel like day, talking about as a messy stand, I, I still don't, have to I agree, with, agree with you. I have to agree with Papofi to some extent that mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it comes, there are some days where I always complain when I'm talking to my daddy, is that when you need mercy the most, he does not show up. Disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's why Cristiano Ronaldo is the goat. He's my goat. will be, well, Messi is still my goat, hands down any day. But the point is that even when Ronaldo's team is lacking, he's going all, he's with oh, his 100%. Yes, yes, that one is the truth. Do you know how many times I've seen Messi disappear? Messi, Messi picks and chooses when he wants to show yes, up sometimes. Yes, and we yes. don't want that sometimes because Barcelona yes. is suffering. He yes. chooses when he wants to show he up. Wants it's the truth, yes. You Stand can't disappear. Do you know how many times the I've reason? seen Messi okay. disappear? Guys, guys. <laughs> please, please. We have one more. We have one more title. So, that's about. why let's go. the whole thing <laughs> It please. doesn't work. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That okay. clutch idea because the way the sport is, mm-hmm. it's very mm-hmm. unfair to say someone appears when they cross the ball for him and he jumps and hits it. In. Someone mm-hmm. has to do the cross. If you are in a team where they just give you the ball from 30 yards and expect you to do magic, they will say you've disappeared. But the way mm-hmm. they've given you versus mm-hmm. having to square tapping or square header is very different. They, way. That's they all I'm saying. Messi all the time. That one is true. Everybody's looking at him. Yeah, yeah. so I'm saying we have, to, we have to be fair with the way we describe. That's all I'm. I'm not. I'm not discounting that Ronaldo doesn't. Score. Ronaldo gets a lot of big goals, but he's had people have had work for and put him in that position, and he doesn't fluff his line. That one I'll give you. He has nerves of steel. Bottom line, Thank you. Quote me on it. Yeah, quote me too. But like I said, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This whole clutch thing, it doesn't work out because in basketball, the guy can dribble up the court and hit that winter with someone in his face clearly and win the game. Football is not the same. That's why I just say the whole... We have to be more circumspect when we talk about delivering in football. That's all I'm saying. No, I don't okay. decide. Now do delivers. To the, to the last tie of the round. Mm-hmm. And I'll lie to you, I've been thinking about this tie a lot. And I still don't know. I still can't split up the two teams. Because on paper, it's the winners... Is the current champions of their leagues because the leagues are not over. Yeah. Real Madrid won it last year, yeah. Liverpool won it last year. So, on paper, you say it's a tough match. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, winners, mm-hmm. they won right after each other mm-hmm. in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they have very similar like points in their mm-hmm. Very transitioning periods. I don't know. Mona, when you look at this fixture, what does your gut tell you? Who is going to win? If between now and whenever the fixture is played, Zidane can get Vinicius Jr. a finishing coach. Real Madrid will mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. Easy. Because Liverpool will come, they'll play the same high line. They will try and press. And I don't think Madrid will be as... Like, Madrid are also a very solid team defensively. That one, yeah. they can do it with. And like, this season, they've actually started tending to more a counter-attacking sort of team with mm-hmm. the pace of Vinicius and Vasquez. It's just that Vinicius doesn't finish his chances. 
So they are always counting on a last minute goal from Benzema to mm-hmm. win them the points. If if he can get his acts together, finish his chances, and then they have the likes of Asensio off the bench, still pays the bend. Liverpool, I'm I'm really scared for them. The the only shred of hope that they have is Fabinho is moving into midfield now. So maybe he can help them and like they can actually stop the counter-attacks at source mm-hmm. before it gets because once it gets to Trent and it's over. It's over. He can't he can't stop attacks from that point of view. So it will be a tight game. I'm I'm just going to put Madrid as favorites right now. But then now that I think about it, <laughs> depending on Liverpool's position in the league, if this is their only route to Champions League next season, they might just put all their eggs in this basket and go out for mm-hmm. the Champions League. But that their eggs will do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, know, it's it's such a know. funny match. Because I see against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Madrid played almost like the back three. Mm-hmm. It was like three five two. Vinicius mm-hmm. and Benzema up top. Mm-hmm. And Talon lied to you, Atlanta were looking like Stoke. <laughs> they were horrid. I don't yeah. know if any of you watched the match. Yeah, the sorry. second leg. Yeah. yeah. They were bad. They couldn't they were pass. Bad they were under pressure. And I thought that's answered, about Madrid. God has answered my prayers and Atalanta are back to where they deserve to be. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, the, thing about, guys, the thing about Madrid is that they are midfield. Cruz and Modric. Mm-hmm. That's why they are aging. If it one guy is who to come. Charlie, yeah. you yeah. control the game. Zidane, Zidane has been mm-hmm. managing them more in the sense like the mm-hmm. game before the Champions League game, they don't play. Like yeah. you mm-hmm. see Valverde and whoever in the midfield yeah. the game before. So that like, he knows that their legs can't do it. But as for that 90 minutes, oh yeah, there'll be class for you yeah. in 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah, like I think like we don't give Modric that much credit, but that guy works at the midfield. Like he yeah. works the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. And I really think that like at the beginning of the league, because like it's my league, I follow them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Real Madrid was not doing too great. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Like they didn't start off well, but they've picked that because they're out of copper, super yeah. car, like all these things were not working out. But then they've picked that. So I think that like low-key, they might feel like they have something to prove. Mm-hmm. Because the League 2 is... is Right now, the League is a bit shaky for them because they are falling between second and third depending on who is playing the best game. Mm-hmm. On, maybe if Atletico keeps up. But then the... I feel like they might have something to prove. So they might come over. And then with Ramos being back, mm-hmm. you know, he's the defender of the defenders. He does a good job at the back. Let's be honest. Yeah. He really mm-hmm. does a good job. He holds it together and everything. And the midfield to us, we have them there. So I really think that for me in this game, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I feel like I'm going more for Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. I love hate relationship. Mm-hmm. I think they are the so, ones that because mm-hmm. they've drawn and won their rest of their games. They haven't lost in a while. Yeah. So I really think that they have the opportunity to go through. Okay, so this, so this tie, I think. Madrid have the slight advantage because mm-hmm. I don't know what midfield Liverpool be able to put up, and also mm-hmm. because of the centre backs they have. Because mm-hmm. when if they were to get their first choice midfield, if they were to see a Fabinho, Henderson, Ronaldo, mid, mm-hmm. those front three, mm-hmm. the backs, Allison, if he can, you know, he's he suffered a loss. Maybe if he can mentally get back in there, mm-hmm. it's those two centre backs they have to play that bothers me. Who is going to play those center? Because once Fabinho moves in, it becomes a problem. Because someone, because mm-hmm. I think actually Fabinho back might work because Thiago and Henderson mm-hmm. and Ronaldo will win Henderson the ball back out. and give Thiago Henderson's up. Look at yeah. that. Like 
because there's all these injuries and stuff. Like, if they are mm-hmm. able to get that ideal midfield three, I will mm-hmm. give them their time. But I think, I think you see the problem with Liverpool this season, as I've said many times before, but no, not on this platform, obviously. When the centre backs got injured and he moved Fabinho into the defence, mm-hmm. it actually cause more problems than it solved. Yeah. yeah. Because they need that midfield to stay stable to, con- yeah. to support their chance creation, their ball mm-hmm. retention, mm-hmm. the ball back, mm-hmm. all of that. And everything collapsed once Fabinho moved back and mm-hmm. all the reshap. So mm-hmm. the fact is the defense has the injury crisis in defense is so bad, it's causing a crisis in the midfield, which is obviously meaning the front three can't perform. Mm-hmm. And once it's because of this knock-on, knock-on effect, that's what has hurt Liverpool season. Madrid have had a lot, but in their case, they've been more short-term. The player goes for two weeks, comes back. But, you know, they've not lost anyone for the whole season, like anyone key, apart from maybe Hazard. But you see, I struggle to consider Hazard a key player for Madrid because what has he actually done? Let's be honest. They've won the league basically without him. They've played... I mean, has Hazard even played 30 games for Madrid? I'm not sure. No, 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 like 25 or something. Uh, yeah, has he scored 10 goals? Has he no, even like scored seven, five goals? Yeah, <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but you get what I'm saying? He's not yeah, contributed yeah. much. So, yeah. I struggle with them. Like, he would, if we saw the hazard of Chelsea, if we knew the hazard of Chelsea was come to play this tie against that Liverpool defence, I would not hesitate to say Real Madrid are taking this tie easy. <laughs> but the oh. fact that it's going to be my dawn, the one done Benzema. And he's going to have to be supported by Rodrigo, Vinny Jr., Vasquez, Asensio, and whoever they pick out of Castilla. Mm-hmm. I'm not certain they can take advantage of that weakened defense. At least the weakened midfield will give Modric and Cruz a lot of time to enjoy. They will have fun. They will stroke the ball around. And you know, another thing notice Madrid's build-up. Those two drop deep and let Casemiro move forward. Yeah. You know, they mm-hmm. have a very interesting build-up they do and Casemiro is, has been in very good form. He's scoring, he's getting the box, he's assisting. Mm-hmm. So, the Madrid midfield is playing at the peak of their powers. Modric yeah. and Cruz are, are not as good as they've been in previous years but because Casemiro has upped his game, this Madrid midfield is probably just as good as the one they had when they won the Champions League. Yeah. Varane is a bit of an issue with his form. Mm-hmm. Right now, Cavalier is injured. I don't know if he'll be back. So Vasquez has played there a lot. We don't have Marcelo bombing down the left anymore. So it's a quite a different team. Yeah. But yeah. because of the lack of firepower, sometimes I'm scared because Benzema has too much to do. Yeah. And he's only one man. There's only so much he can do without mm-hmm. adequate support. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like Marina said, Vinny Jr., he needs to step up. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing because this boy is great. He gets the ball, he drives at defenders. Look, yeah. If Vinny Jr. is on form, he's going to put Alexander Arnold on toast at least 10 times a game. Yeah. He's going to put their guy on yeah. toast. Yeah. But the problem is, he's going to get a box. Time to cross, he'll shank it. Yeah. Time to shoot, blaze it over, drag it wide. He's just not, his final ball is not there yet. And that is probably what's going to save Liverpool in this time. If he has two good moments where his final ball is correct, I think Liverpool will be done. And I'm very afraid for Liverpool in this time. But luckily for them, it's not that clear cut. So they still have a chance, but I'm still... I feel like Madrid are favourites. I feel like Madrid yeah, are like favourites. Yeah, I think Madrid are favourites. But then I also feel like Liverpool, 
also has something to prove. Yeah. Because they are bad. Because they are losing to like Fulham and <laughs> like Fulham, really. <laughs> like, is there into a team? So I think that like right now, where they are in the league, and as you said, you win the league and now you're about to, you're not even making it to Champions League. So like, if they come through, but if not, I like the team that Real Madrid will bring is what's going to help them. But then I feel like maybe the energy that Liverpool might bring from wanting to prove something might be there. So, but then Real Madrid for this one. For this. Just, just, quickly, mm-hmm. just quickly, I'll say it's finely poised. Because looking at it, I feel as though if Jota, mm-hmm. it's a Jota, Salah, Mane front three. I find mm-hmm. that front three way more fluid than when Firmino plays. I think it could mm-hmm. cause Madrid issues. But my where the, the tie will be decided is on the midfield Liverpool have available to them. Mm-hmm. If this was a fully fit Liverpool where their midfield is full of runners, workhorses, I think over the course of a two-leg tie, it would really put some mileage on the likes of uh, Cruz and Modric so they could get at them. Mm-hmm. But you see... At the end of it, it all it comes back to Liverpool's defense. Like Susu said, Benzema is one of the best strikers of his generation. You give him a chance, it's a goal. And Liverpool's attack, I like it. It's fluid. It's it's it can cause problems. But the transition to the attack is my problem. You know, that's why I'm saying their midfield is key. If they want to risk it and play their two young boys at centre back, so be it. To put Fabinho in the midfield, get one out on them, hell, maybe even Thiago, then I think it's a tie. Then we have a tie. I'd rather Liverpool do that and, you know, risk it at the back than leave the midfield open. Because make no mistake, Cruz and Modric are going to determine the outcome of this tie. So I'd rather they make the tie more difficult for them than rather make it more difficult for Benzema and Co. Because at the end of the day, it is football. He's going to get a chance either way. But to cut out the midfield, I think that's their best option. Because they attack, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if there's a chance and it falls to Musala, nine times out of ten, it's a goal. And Charlie, this is knockout football, mm-hmm. so you never know. So yeah, My brother Mo, thank you for even mentioning his name. Thank you so much for mentioning Salah's name. <laughs> People have been disrespecting my Muslim brother for a long time. But this season where money has decided to show his real age, <laughs> Salah, has, Salah, Salah has stepped up. And I'm so happy for him. That guy is good. Just because he doesn't do the aesthetic stuff, he'll be running and he do some craft thing. So people think he's not good. But it's okay. It's funny. We're supposed to talk about the Europa League game, but maybe next week. Next week. There's nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. My team is there, but I'm not excited for that. Granada. People are facing PSG. And I mean, I'm going to face watch a match with Granada, Granada Italy. Me, cry, I, did, I was very excited when we went out. Now we have time <laughs> for East Syria game. Charlie, we are not joking. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I think yeah, you guys that might help you in your top, um, your second push, your push for second place. But well, yeah, quickly, guys, I've really. Quickly, Goku, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. we end the show, now that United are out of the FA Cup, do you feel like only must deliver the European? Italy. Hmm. I do. <sighs> That's a, that's, a, that's a good question. I think he knows he has to win Very something. Like, he knows he has to win something. Mm-hmm. And even if win the... Like, 
Because they don't lie to you. Even if we are to get top four back to back, for me, mm. I've said it and I'll keep on saying it. Man, you first need to stop fixating on Fergie era. It's not a Fergie era anymore. Mm. So top four back to back, I'll be happy with that. It looks like we're on track. Europa <laughs> League with top four, beautiful. Because in this congested schedule, yeah. if we're able to win, we're able to finish second in Europa League. I'll be quite impressed because he has money to f- keep the squad. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid for him for next season. And I think <coughs> next season, we'll see how it goes. Next season is going to be a very hot season for him. Because if you get tough for a game, no trophy, Charlie, it's okay. <laughs> a lot of managers around can do that with the squad we have. Yep. So then it's time to move on or maybe it's time for him to, I don't know. But yeah, Charlie, we'll see. We have a death, we have an interesting season. I think I'm excited to meet Barca and Milan in the Champions League. We should, all, we should all be in one group. We'll see what happens. <laughs> tasty, tasty. You want, you, I, can, I can see you want to go home early. You want to yeah. go back to Europe. I'm sure. I'm sure. It looks like they want to go back to Europa. Yeah, yeah, have to Europa. From, yeah. Me life suggest those guys took our spot and then they went to do nothing against Liverpool. <laughs> Up to now, like they didn't even score a single goal. Up to now, I'm so pissed. But it's okay. But guys, this has been a very wonderful episode. Um I think before I wrap up, you know, normally we we'll give our guests, you know, some time to, you know, if they have anything to say, they have anything to plug. So yeah, any of you can, uh, LK, oh. maybe you can, you can. Oh, so, so you want to go ahead? Any oh, you, me, I just want to mm-hmm. say, Karim Benzema mm-hmm. is the best striker of the last 15 years mm-hmm. of football. And I think he deserves flowers. I don't want any Lewandowski, Haaland, and blah, blah, blah. The last 15 years, there's only one man. And his name is Karim Mustafa Benzema. I feel like Suarez is pushing a, close, man. Oh, not that Obulu who was scoring goals in, 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 in for Ajax. The guy was, in, was inflating numbers for Ajax. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I, I think Suarez, Suarez is a close second, but he was inflating yeah. his numbers for Ajax. So let's go down. But yes, you're right. Definitely second. But yeah, just all I have to say is Benzema, great striker, super underrated. And I'm glad he's leading. When he they built his statue outside the Benabao, you poor remember. Remember this mm-hmm. Karim. Thank you. And he's also he's also the GPS. He's also the yeah. GPS. Have you seen his on Instagram? Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, he drips hard. So, ah. yeah, Charlie, once once we add that to the phone, you know that he's clear. He's clear. <laughs> and I'll ask you they do dances for TikTok. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Big man, you're 32, you're dancing on Oh no, 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 no. Ah. Okay, do you have anything for us or so? Um, I don't have anything for you guys. <laughs> nothing. I'm just that if Mbappe decides to move from PSG, I mean, he can stay there and make some records, you know, because he's doing well in his team. If not, I mean, the Real Madrid team is growing, so Real Madrid has a. Actually, solid... I, have a, I have one last question for you. Do you think Messi will stay at the end of the season or not? Mm-hmm. We need him. That's all I can say, and I keep saying it. The truth <laughs> yeah. is that, yes, that the honest truth mm-hmm. is that have we been good to him? No, he has done so much for us. Have we been good to him? There are questions on that. Ah, have but we, you, you guys, see how much they pay yes, him? he has bankrupt. He has bankrupted. He has bankrupted your club. <laughs> no, but wait a minute. <laughs> are they, but are they paying him for shanks? No, they are paying him because he puts our name and he still puts our name on the mm-hmm. damn map. So. He mm-hmm. he works for the damn money we give him. He's making us mm-hmm. broken all. But find a better because mm-hmm. if that man leaves the team, 
Who do we call on? Let's be honest. Memphis. 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 Ronaldo. <laughs> the truth of the matter, in my opinion, is that Memphis. I feel like um, we've, to some extent, yeah, we pay him a lot and everything, but I feel like Messi should give Barcelona some time to find their foot before he decides to leave. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because He's cool with um, the team Barcelona depends but then yeah we hope it works out but the team Barcelona depends so much on him mm-hmm. because if you notice when they are even playing with him people have the ball people don't want to take so much chances they want to pass it to him so it means if he's not there they're not, they don't play as better I mean I, mm-hmm. it's the word yes play, they don't play well. exactly they need to try and put other players in these positions to work better because the man cannot always be there as well. So I really feel like mm-hmm. he shouldn't hey, continue to so you guys have honestly you could have we could have a whole episode on Barca because yeah. I'm even realizing continue is a player yeah. of yours. Is he yeah. injured now? Hey Charlie he injured freaking mm. uh, 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 he, he came back with some muscles when he came from <laughs> his trip and just <laughs> 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 Pianish, you just like, you don't know. Today he's here to. The whole team, we need some restructuring. And like, that's why I just feel like um, he shouldn't leave now. Mm. He's costing us, mm. but then he's like, he's the team. And like, we need him. And my final thing would be like, if Mbappe decides to move, if he doesn't decide to move, he can stay in PSG and, you know, make a name there. Like, you make a good name there. If he decides to move to Real Madrid, their team is becoming old. Ooh. So they need some fresh mm-hmm. legs in the thing and thing. And Real Madrid is generally a strong, solid team. So he might also be a good fit for them as well, if he thinks mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I really think Thank you. Thank I you also, so I also just have to say, Mbappe said to play on the left at his new team. I think that's kind of perfect if he joins Madrid. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, yeah, thank, you, actually, mm-hmm. thank you guys for inviting us on your wonderful podcast. Oh, so really you know, we've been looking forward to this episode for a while. So we're really? glad that it finally happened. Yeah. But you guys, I think we should all try and watch the Ghana match. Let's endeavor to bring back the love. Who are they playing? Uh, South Africa. What time? Uh, four, Tomorrow. 4 p.m. GMT. Mm. Okay, okay, I'll watch. And I, I don't know. That, like, with mm-hmm. all the leagues, the one that like I can watch every single game from the relegation people to the top ones is like the EPL. You see, with the La Liga, you can watch the top guys, but then when it reaches the games are a bit slow sometimes. But then the drama, I won't like. I don't know how you watch relegation games in the Premier League. For me, it's the same as watching relegation games in La Liga. It's just it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I Premier League coverage like most weekends. If you listen to, if you're in Ghana and you listen to City FM, you hear me. And sometimes when we have to do some of the games like West Brom, like let's say West Brom BND, Charlie, we are suffering. Like we can't even be for, we can't even fall asleep. <laughs> let's the, the games do this. Like it's just because we are, we know the players a bit better, so it's easier for Mm-hmm. I think that's other than the quality is better. I think we just have a better connection. But mm-hmm. I feel like quality-wise, once you go below eight in every top league in Europe, what you're subjecting yourself to is not anything worth writing home about. Because mm-hmm. we are just used to elite football 
not to say they are not quality and that kind of stuff, but we are just used to beat football. But I don't think the 19th versus 20th in the Premier League is so much better than 9th versus 10th in La Liga. I don't even think we should say things like that. It's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just the think, packaging. It's just the packaging. Yeah, we're just, we just better <laughs> acquainted with the Premier League. Like, where's Bromley? Like, oh, Big Time is managing. You know who's managing Aiba. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm Just I feel like we're a bit harsh in the other leagues. Yeah, that's all. But yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Is we've come to the end of a very exciting episode, and mm-hmm. I don't know. We haven't said some things now. Follow us at checking underscore var. Yeah. And I, I think I actually want to see who. I actually want to see who listens to the end of the episode. So please, guys, yeah. when you listen to the episode, when you read the end, and you are hearing this. You just tweets are checking via episode 31. We have to say something, we have to say something, we have to say something controversial so we know that yeah. we're actually listening. You have to say something uh-huh, that because uh-huh. we are all the names, all okay. the people that they, they mean my, my controversial mm-hmm. take is Park of Simpson can do what Erlen Haaland is doing. That's my controversial thing. <laughs> okay. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so guys, if you've heard that, please tweet at checking at uh, checking underscore via. Episode thirty-one. All the people who tweet will enter you into a raffle. Yeah. End of year. I'll end of tweet, end of I'll season tweet. raffle. Yeah. End of season yeah. raffle. But they will also have last time are tweeting without knowing. They will just see the tweets and then they are like, "Oh yeah, we will tweet," you know. But anyway, yeah, no way. It's all parts. It's all parts. Yeah, thank attention. you guys. Thank you guys. That's true. That's true. We are very welcome. We are very welcome. Thank you guys. <laughs> thank you.